So if you are a Christian and you feel disconnected from God, this episode is for you. Welcome back to the Faith of the Fathers podcast. I'm your host, Carl Gessler, here to reignite the faith of the fathers. And in the last podcast I did, I talked about connecting with God for the first time, and I just decided to make these two separate episodes so they could be more searchable um, and just kind of cleaner as far as the organization of the content. But there are many Christians who feel disconnected from God. They've walked with God, they have confessed, they've been baptized. Uh, they um, maybe even read their Bible. Uh, maybe they do, maybe they don't, but they feel disconnected. Someone told me recently they felt disconnected. I asked them, um, are you angry with God? And they said, no, I just feel disconnected. And uh, having done deliverance uh, ministry now for a year or so um, and praying with many, many people, um, I've realized that it's very hard for, for some Christians to admit that they're angry with God because we know we're not allowed to be angry with God, or we're not supposed to be angry with God. So if we are angry with God, it means that there's something wrong inside of me. And of course, pride does not want to admit that there's something wrong inside of me, especially for a Christian, because we think, no, I'm, I've been a Christian a long time. I'm a good person. I know the rules. I do the right thing. And therefore, I couldn't possibly have anger at God. But you're disconnected. Uh, so therefore, there is a problem on your end. That is absolutely true that is you can't you you may argue it but it's not it's not going to fly because Jesus said I will never leave you and I will never forsake you and this is um, in Matthew 2820 one literal translation uh, uh, translation of Matthew 2820 is I'm with you every minute of every hour of every day for all time so Jesus is with you every minute of every hour of every day for all time like he said therefore, if you are disconnected from God, it's not because he is absent, but because you are holding him at arm's length. And I believe that there is a reason for that, and I want to get to the bottom of that today. In chap- Genesis chapter 26, uh, shortly after Abraham dies, Abraham, the father of our faith, uh, Isaac, his son, has taken over the family property, and it says in verse 18 of, of Genesis 26, he says, Isaac dug again the wells of water, which had been dug in the days of his father Abraham, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham, and he gave them the same names which his father had given them. Jesus said that those who believe in him will have rivers of living water bubbling up and coming out of them. So you have, as an inheritance from God, a river of living water of the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, bubbling up and coming out, that is your inheritance. If you call yourself a Christian, you have the right to expect to have rivers of living water flowing out of you, which means that you never should be disconnected from God because a river of living water flowing out of you is active and life-giving. It is a constant flow of life bubbling up and coming out of you. That is your right. That is your inheritance. Just like it was for Isaac, with this well. He inherited his father's well, which that's where the concept of living water comes from. It's water you can drink. Uh, and so water is life. Isaac inherits this life from his father, 
but the enemies of Isaac have stopped them up. And this happened after Abraham's death. For many of us, uh, we have had a, a river of living water flowing through us. Maybe when we first got saved, when we were filled with the Holy Spirit, we began to speak in tongues, we began to share our faith, we began to prophesy, we began to lead worship. But at some point in your life, something happened, some great disappointment, somebody hurt you, someone betrayed you, uh, maybe your parents got divorced, maybe your wife left you. Uh, whatever it is, maybe somebody died. In Isaac's case, his father had died, and the enemies of Isaac took the opportunity to plug up the wells when his father died. As I walk people through deliverance, I'm always explaining that there are multiple doors that Satan can use to get into our life to plug up the flow of the Holy Spirit. Abuse, trauma, curses, sins, occult activity, all of these things, fears, um, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, these are all open opportunities for the devil to come in and plug up the flow uh, of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But that flow is still there. The Bible says that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And even when we were enemies of God, he reconciled us to himself. So if people who are enemies of God can be reconciled in an instant, if Jesus died for them while they were his enemies, Jesus is not far from you. If you feel disconnected, you can be reconnected like that. You just need to find out what is plugging up your well and remove it. This is the ministry of deliverance. Uh, This is what um, I'm regularly walking people through. It's also something that I have to walk myself through. When I lose focus, when I lose patience, uh, when I I feel depressed, uh, when I feel overwhelmed, these are lies that are influencing me, and I must dig them out so that that river of living water continues to flow through me, because it's there. It is my inheritance. And like I said, Jesus has not left you. He said, I'm with you every minute of every hour of every day for all time. So even though you may feel disconnected, you need to confess by faith, no matter how I feel, Jesus has not abandoned me. I am loved by God right now. And you need to do things that reflect that confession. If God really loves you, if he got, if God really is going to take care of you, then you can be generous because God will provide for you. Um, if God is really going to take care of you, then you don't need to have to control your wife about what she's buying uh, and um, you know how much she spent on groceries. As long as she's just taking care of the family, you got to take care of the family. You have no obligation to spend money you don't have, but God gave you money to spend it. So stop getting angry at your spouse because God loves you. He's in control, and uh, he has not abandoned you. So the disconnect comes when we believe lies, like that I'm abandoned, uh, that, I'm, uh, that I'm rejected. Um, divorce is rampant. It has been for generations now. It's huge. And I have not met a single person, and I've prayed with many people now, who, do, who doesn't struggle at some level with rejection. But if your parents got divorced— then it's more than likely that you struggle not only with a spirit of rejection, but a spirit of abandonment and the fear of abandonment. Because your parents represent the image of God to you. Whether you like it or not, that's how God set it up. When he called us to be his image bearers, he created the family. 
And the your first impression of who God is is through your parents. So if your dad was angry you're, and could blow up, you will be afraid. Your default position is going to be that you are afraid that God will blow up at you um, if you mess up. You know, if your parents despised weakness, you're going to believe God despises weakness. If your parents were not forgiving when you made a mistake, you're going to believe that God is not forgiving. This is the way God created the world. This is the default position. Um, And this is also why the Apostle Paul says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, that we have to recognize this is our calling and that we botch it regularly. And the the blessing that we have is that we have the scriptures, we have the Holy Spirit, we have the knowledge of Jesus' death and resurrection, so we can correct that image. That is what the Christian life is about. It's about correcting the things that are wrong, straightening the paths that are crooked, and being made right. And when we are made right, the world comes into line before us. It's like dragging a chain. You pull one link and the other chains start to follow behind it. You have to get this right. Uh, and other things will follow. But many of us have um, blamed God in different ways because of other hurts, because of things that people have done to us. Maybe a pastor who betrayed us. Maybe a dad who left. Maybe a mom who was unfaithful. Maybe a dad who beat us. Maybe a dad who molested us. Maybe a mom who molested us. Uh, Maybe a mom who screamed at us or who was manipulative or controlling. All of these things, uh, when when we are... Um, passive about our our Christian walk, when we're passive about our spiritual life, we automatically shift that experience into onto God as though he is directly responsible for the wrongs that were done to us. So we get mad at God as if he rejected us. We get mad at God as if he abandoned us. Um, we get mad about what we f- feel like is failure. We're afraid of failure because we think that God will reject us the way our parents rejected us when we failed, not realizing that we have distorted the image of God in our minds. And so this is one of the reasons it is so vital that Christians spend time in the Word, spend time in prayer, in worship, and in fellowship. That's how we uh, write the wrong images of God. Uh, All these things together work together to help us see Jesus clearly for who he is um, and not be distorted by our circumstances, not be distorted by the wrongs that have gone on around us. So this is what deliverance ministry is about. This is why it's so vital. Um, I'm seeing lives change like never before in my life, and I've been doing ministry my my entire life. Um, And I'm seeing more fruit now than I've ever seen in my life because we're dealing with the root lies, with the root deceptions. And so if you feel disconnected from God, it's because there is a root lie there. Very likely there's some kind of anger or disappointment with God. You feel like you've been let down. Uh, You feel like you can't trust him. Um, You know, uh, if there is a disconnect, I had a great relationship with my dad, and I could always find him and talk to him. Um, And God is much more faithful than my father was. He never leaves you, and he never forsakes you. So if you want to connect with God, you simply go to the living room where he is, and you talk to him. Uh, just, you know, kind of using an earthly father example. So if you feel disconnected, just go to the living room. The reason that you're not going is because part of you doesn't trust God. Part of you is angry at God. Uh, Part of you maybe is trying to punish God for what has happened in your life. So you need to be honest with yourself. What's going on? Um, And you need to have some time to sit quietly 
before the Lord and allow him to speak to you. Allow yourself to be real. Allow yourself to get angry. It's okay to be angry at God. He's not insecure like you are. He's not insecure like your dad is. He's not insecure like the pastor is. If you get mad at him, he's not insecure like your mom or your wife. If you get mad at him, you can tell him. Just be ready to listen to his answer because he's not he's not going to hit you over the head like someone else might. He's just going to speak truth to you. And Jesus said this, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So the first lie you need to stop believing is that God's going to be angry at you for being angry at him. He's not. If while you are still a sinner, Christ died for you. If while you are an enemy of God, Christ gave his life for you, how much more uh, will he uh, accept you even, um, even when you're angry because you are his child? Romans 5.10 says, For if while we are enemies, we are reconciled to God through the death of his Son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. In other words, it's much easier to be reconciled to God as someone who is already marked as his son or as his, as his daughter. You have every right to enter the living room, and God has given you permission even to be ugly. Now, if you want to continue to be ugly, if you want to shout and scream and curse God and never stop to listen, then you will curse yourself because God can't be cursed. You know, a curse without reason does not alight, the scripture says, or it doesn't land. So someone can curse you all day long, but if there's no open door in your life, it's just going to bounce right off and it's going to return onto the one who sent it in the first place. There is no open door. God is not guilty of anything. So you can level any accusation against him and you will be wrong. He doesn't mind you accusing him as long as you sit and listen also to his response. But if you lash out at him and curse him and you never shut up long enough to listen, then you're only going to be cursing yourself because none of those curses are going to stick to God. And it's amazing that we as human beings try to defeat God. We try to best him. We try to, we think we can actually, actually can fight him and win. Um, and it's just so foolish. Uh, we can't. But nevertheless, many of us try, and what we end up doing is hurting ourselves. Um, So it's time to be honest. And maybe if you can't see yourself clearly, then it's time to go through deliverance. Uh, It's time to let somebody else pray you through that. I can pray you through that, um, or I can uh, connect you with someone who will do that. Um, Jesus is setting the captives free, even his own people. Um, As a matter of fact, Jesus came first to his own people to set them free. Many Christians don't want to believe that they can have a demon, just like they don't want to believe that they can be angry, that they have anger towards God. But not believing it is aiding the devil. Jesus came to set the captives free, and he came first to the lost house of Israel. That statement in itself is somewhat of an oxymoron, because Israel was God's people, and yet he called them the lost house of Israel because God's people can be lost too. Uh, Like I said in my last podcast, Jesus didn't come to make a religious group called Christians, that is, the in crowd. Jesus came to set human beings free. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Some of you have never received the gift of the Holy Spirit, and you've never spoken in tongues. Um, And, you know, tongues is not um, a better gift than other gifts. Uh, And... 
it, but it is for everybody. The gift of the Holy Spirit is not for special Christians, and it's the gift of tongues is not for um, a, a, an even more special group of Christians. They are the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and they are given to everybody. The Holy Spirit is your inheritance um, in Christ. Jesus said, I will give you rivers of living water flowing out from you. Just like Isaac's well, it's your inheritance. It's stopped up, though. Um, and if you have never received it, it's because there's something in your life that needs to be removed. If you've dabbled in witchcraft, if you went to a fortune teller, if you played with a Ouija board, even as a child, if you um, got into yoga or acupuncture, um, there are all sorts of different versions of the occult. And when you get into those, those will stop up your well. If you have bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart, that will stop up your well and the flow of the Holy Spirit. If you have unconfessed sin, adultery, pornography, um, those will block up the flow of the Holy Spirit in your life. You may need deliverance from a spirit of addiction, from addiction to drugs or pornography. Do You need to uncork that river of the Holy Spirit. You are a believer. The Holy Spirit resides in you, but you are the flow of the Holy Spirit is blocked up because of sin. The Bible talks about grieving the Holy Spirit. Uh, it says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. That's Ephesians 4.30. You can grieve the Holy Spirit, but he is not far from you. That grief is being blocked up. If you just remove it, the, the Spirit of God will flow through you again. You may be blocked up because someone, an authority figure cursed you, your mom or your dad or um or a pastor, or a boss. They spoke words of death over you. They called you stupid. They said you never amount to anything. That may also be something that's blocking the flow of the Holy Spirit in your life because you are living under that curse, um, and that needs to be broken off of you. Uh, You may be living under a curse that came through abuse because your parents got divorced. That's a form of abuse. They abandoned you. They neglected you. You were traumatized by their fighting, their arguing, their throwing punches. Maybe someone molested you and you feel like trash, you feel worthless, and you have um, a spirit of perversion or lewdness in your life. Uh, You've had that ever since. All these things are things that can block the flow of the Holy Spirit. In our life, there are ways that we can feel, even as Christians, disconnected. So you need to confront these things. They need to be dealt with. Some things need to be confessed. Some things need to be renounced. Some things need to be broken. And then Every evil spirit that came in through those open doors needs to be cast out, and you will be reconnected. So I'm going to pray for you right now. Uh, Whatever it is that God has put his finger on for you, someone you need to forgive, right now I just want you to say, I forgive and I bless so-and-so, or or actually better, it's to start this way, I confess that I have anger towards so-and-so, and then tell God why you're angry. I have anger because they abandoned me, because they molested me, because they weren't there for me, because they favored my brother, they favored my sister, whatever it is. Confess that to the Lord and then say, I forgive and I bless so-and-so. If you were into witchcraft, um, name every form of witchcraft that you were part of, Ouija boards, horoscopes, uh, fortune-telling, yoga, whatever it is, name it. Say, I renounce it in Jesus' name. I don't want anything to do with it in Jesus' name. Um, And uh, if you have sins, you need to confess, then confess those to the Lord right now. And I'm going to pray for you to be delivered, and I'm going to uncork that well 
that God put in you. If you have never, uh, if you used to speak in tongues, but you haven't in a long time, I'm going to unleash that in Jesus' name. As you as you uh, confess these things, you're going to move that dirt out of the way. The river of the Holy Spirit's going to bubble up again. And for those of you who have never experienced this, you may have several things to confess. You may have uh, things to work through. Go ahead and work through that. But I'm going to pray for you to receive the Holy Spirit. And know this, it's already given. You don't have to become a super Christian. You don't have to read 50 hours of the Bible before you can receive this. Uh, this is given to you because you confess Jesus Christ as Lord. You've been baptized. It's your inheritance. Uh, Isaac didn't have to dig this well. He inherited it from his father. Jesus dug this well for you. All you need to do is receive it. So when you feel the tingling in your tongue, when you feel that urge to speak, let the river of living water flow out of you. Let the heavenly language come out of your mouth. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I remove and unplug every stop, every pile of dirt that's clogging the wells right now. Spirit of witchcraft, occultism, Satanism, atheism, Mormonism out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I command false signs, false wonders. I command the false Holy Spirit to leave. I command Kundalini to leave right now. Every spirit that came in through yoga, every spirit that came in through fortune telling, go right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every spirit that came in through tarot cards, go right now. I come against the spirit of rejection that came in through divorce. I command the spirit of abandonment and the fear of abandonment that came in through your parents' divorce, through their bickering, through their fighting, through their nasty words, through their nasty treatment, through their neglect of you. Every spirit of rejection and abandonment, go now, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, out, right now, all the way up and all the way out. You have no right. You have no portion here. Get out right now. This is not your home. Get out right now and go to the pit. This is not your home. I break the generational curse of alcoholism. I break the generational curse of abuse, of molestation, of rape and incest. Go right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I break the generational curse of poverty. I command every blinding, deafening, spiritually deafening, and mute spirit to go right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I unclog the wells that God dug for his children. I I unclog the wells that are the inheritance that Jesus paid for, and I command rivers of living water to flow right now. Come all the way up and all the way out. Loose the tongue. I command the tongue to be loosed right now. I command the spirit to be free right now. I break off the chains off of the mind, every mind controlling spirit. Go right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Spirit of pride, go to the pit and do not return. Spirit of religion, I renounce you. I break your power. You're a lying deceiving, restraining spirit, and you've kept God's children in bondage too long, spirit of religion, go right now. Legalism, go right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, fire, fall right now. Loose the tongue, fire in the belly, fire in the chest, fire in the lungs, fire on the tongue, fire on the head. Holy Spirit, fill right now your children from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Every person that's listening to me right now, every person that's watching right now, be filled with the Holy Spirit from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, from north to south, east to west, your entire being be filled right now with the Holy Spirit. Fire of God, purify, sanctify, renew your children right now. Reconnect them right now to you. Holy Spirit, 
river of living water flow right now, right now, flow out of this person into their family, into their marriage, into their children, into their parents, into their community, into their state, into their nation. Receive the Holy Spirit. Just receive right now the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. Thank you for every person listening, watching today. Lord, touch them. I know that you have touched them, and you will. Even after watching this, you're going to feel the power of God in your life. So I just bless you in Jesus' name. And Jesus, I bless you for your power. Thank you for working even through social media. Thank you, God, for blessing this channel and for everyone listening and watching today. If this has blessed you in some way, leave a comment. Like it, subscribe, share it with a friend, help me get the word out. Let's preach the gospel together. Let's set the captives free and bind up the brokenhearted. God bless you.